Hi, welcome to This Is Where the Magic Happens. I'm Angela Lovell. I'm an empath, a psychic. Um, what else am I? Uh, Master of Eleven. Master of Eleven. Um, cat lady. Cat lady. Big time cat lady. Um, Dog lady. single. If anybody's got cats. and. <laughs> well, I mean, by the time this comes out, who knows what oh, the actual status will be true. of your relationship world. Yeah, that's a um, really good point. So, I mean, we have to keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, living in the moment at the moment. Um, so I wanted to uh, talk about uh, some healing stuff, some good healing stuff. I had a surprise breakup recently, just like two days ago, and I've been doing some stuff that's making me feel really good. And granted, I've had a lot of breakups, so I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good at healing when something doesn't work out. But I seriously, I feel like I've really mastered this, you know, and I have some tips for other people. Um, I also t uh, texted you this, how I lost my, I got blackout drunk the night that, and I haven't been blackout drunk in God knows how long. Um, it was tequila, and I woke up, and there was a. And to be clear, this is not part of the uh, healing. Mastery. Don't the yeah. Healing fact, mastery says, "Oh, I've got this figured out now." Uh, you just get blackout yeah, yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, I just stay intoxicated and don't deal with my feelings. Yeah, okay. So just to be clear, that's not uh, part of the, I'm the system. Still hungover, and that was two nights ago. See, I mean, that's the way. That's the way being really <sighs> drunk happens. For yeah. Me. By the way, my name is Ryan. Oh, Ryan's sorry, here. Ryan. I think every. I mean, by this. <laughs> We're like into multiple episodes by now. So if someone. I'm in a real selfish yeah, yeah. place right now. <laughs> so, I mean, my name's Ryan Singer, uh, stand up comedian, believer of the paranormal, all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, like that's how hangovers are for me as well. They're multiple days. I mean, especially if I go, like, if I really go for it. Yeah. I've never, well, just last night, because I went dancing to Motown to heal. And I will say, like, dancing is so important when you're all fucked up and sad and I my dancing suffered because I was hung over and then um uh, our friend. Oh wait! So the the dancing didn't lead to the hangover later. Like, no, that wasn't the same night. no. The hangover was like moments after the breakup, um, and I wake up. Okay, and this was the best. I wake up. Don't know where my pants are. Don't don't know what happened there. Um, my vaginal crystals missing. Oh, and I was I was so tired. I was like like you know I thought I I thought in my sleepy state when it wasn't in my vagina as it was when I I thought it was when I went to sleep. I was like oh my god it's in my uterus and that's not possible. But I was very freaked out. Woke me up. Couldn't find my vaginal crystal anywhere all day. And then I did the dishes and it was in the bottom of the sink like in the drain. It's <laughs> really gross. Don't come over to my house. Maybe um, like you just like. <laughs> You were really drunk and you thought, I'm going to watch this too. Maybe I did. I mean, Maybe I think that was it. That's like you, probably when I took my pants off. And yeah, your pants. <laughs> did you, where where the did crystal. you end up finding the pants? <laughs> they were by the window, which means I took them off. And there are no curtains in that window. And it's like right on the street. So yeah, you were pretty drunk. Yeah, I was really drunk. Um, but I ate all my pizza that I made. I made this really good vegan pizza. And there was tons of it left over. I ate it all. And... Um, there were dick pics everywhere. Miranda, I think it was Miranda. Maybe me. I think I could draw a superior dick to what she drew. Our friend, our friend Miranda, who uh, <gasps> has the the great. They're still doing hard for cards. Yeah, yeah. hard for cards. Yeah, they're uh, great. Which is uh, her and Lauren Brenner, mm -hmm. Miranda King. She um, came over and she actually was making me laugh. So it was right after I bro broke up. I, she was making me laugh so hard that my crystal was popping out of my vagina which has never happened i mean that was that that is a testament to so when her. you say dick pics you went like old school dick pics you guys were no, drawing she, yeah we were drawing dicks and they were everywhere they still are and and because i came back all 
you know, hot and bothered. And I'm like, I'm going to fuck the shit out of everybody in Echo Park, which we'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I haven't had a phase like that. <laughs> very in well over a this decade. This is like, uh, like this is like the the man's nightmare like, uh, <laughs> of like you know, your relationship ends with like a woman that you were with, and then the nightmare is she goes and fucks all of Echo Park. Yeah. I, oh, if if I could, I'd fuck his friends. You know, that's my old move. See, that's, <laughs> no, I'm that's not, also a thing. You know like what? that's also the male mentality of like, no, she was mine. Yes. Like, the, the possessive yes. nature of like what a man. And this thinks. is a mood. I'm probably not going to feel this way later, but well, I don't know because I have been like. I told you I was walking around yesterday and I was smiling at every dude. They were smiling back, went dancing. It was, I, I said to Tamara, I was like, we are the bells of the ball. Every single man surrounded us. We had a circle of men dancing around us last night. And I was like, this is so easy. It's so, if I want to fuck constantly strangers, super easy to do that. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's funny how you're having this realization when, like, <laughs> men have claimed this about a- women for for ages. Of yeah, course. yeah. Know, and that's just being like, kind of. Um, <laughs> I've been. A- that's just men being salty for the most part. Yes. Like, you know, because you know well, they want to. Ha- you know, typically a man's like, I just want to have you know sex all the time. You know, that's what they say. Yeah. You know, but um, and women actually have easier access to it, according to men. Yes. When in fact, it's. Uh, you know, it, it's it's definitely a case by case, individual oh, yeah. basis. And and I'm the I'm a Sagittarius with a Leo moon. I'm the horny sign of the zodiac. Like I need to I need to fuck the pain away. That's where I am right now. Like, fuck the pain away. So is this part of the healing process <laughs> that you're you know talking it can about? Be. I mean, like, so uh, I just want to make sure we're yeah, clarifying. You know we're separating the blackout drunk <laughs> and fucking Echo Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. part of the the real maybe healing regimen. Yeah, maybe that not. We're talking about here. Yeah, today. I would say like if that works for you. It, I don't think this has ever been my go-to. So, but I also just got out of that marriage. Then I got into this relationship and I haven't had like my fuck everybody I meet phase yet. And I should have that. You've I been should in like have county, that. You've been in like Ugh. county lockup relationships. Yes. Like, I mean, that's a really, maybe that's telling on mm-hmm. how I'm framing that in my own mind. But No, no, that's um, how I felt. But it's like, you're coming from very serious yeah. Relationships. Yes. Where yes. it's almost like you're in the, uh, you know, the, uh, what, what do they call it? Isolation. What is it in prison when you're all by yourself? Oh, uh, 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> what's that called? Anybody, do you guys know it, over there? Like, what's it called when you're like, you're a real bad prisoner and you have to go into the room by yourself? Solitary, Solitary confinement. confinement. Thank yeah. you. That was Tyler. Thanks, you, uh, you know, you should check out the band Dizzy Spells. By the way, that's Tyler's band. Ooh. Uh, and uh, my roommate Aaron, who's my, uh, uh, cousin pal. liar. I'm. Band, cousin uh, liar. I have a prison pen pal who's in solitary. Um, Stephen Russell from the. He's he's the one they based the movie um, I Love You, Philip Morris on. Oh really? Yeah, I buy him subscriptions to The Economist. They're very expensive. He's a genius. He's so smart. I really enjoyed that movie. It's so Aaron yeah. Eckhart, I believe, played him. No, Jim Carrey played. Oh, him. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh wait, no, yeah. So, oh wait, was Aaron Eckhart in that movie? Oh no, I don't that's think so. uh, that's Thank You for Smoking. I'm. Thinking, oh yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. I love you, Philip Morris. Is we can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'll have to be reminded exactly what but, that movie was. Yeah, and here's what I'm going to say about solitary confinement in Texas. It's because he's a gay man. It's because he escaped prison i want to say five times oh that's right yeah. and he never hurt anybody so you're pen pals with this guy yeah i love him we've been we've been really good friends for, for a long we actually tell each other we love each other was I this intend- before he went to jail no um it was after i saw the movie and i was just horrified because you watch catch me if you can and at the end the that white straight man is working for the fbi and rewarded for all his shenanigans and then stephen russell because he made texas look stupid and he's a gay man they put him in solitary he's been in there for 
almost 20 years, I Jeez, think. Jeez, wow. Yeah, I know. He hasn't he hasn't hugged a person in like 20 years because he's in solitary. And he's a clean freak. He's very OCD. And they mix it up just because they know this about him. So they throw him into dirty cells. They move him around all the time. And he goes in and it's like everybody's filth is in there. And it's so sad. His Psychological terrorism. I would say if anybody wants to write him, he's hilarious. His mind is still very sharp. Um, he's a really cool guy. And I... I want to go to Texas. He's in Livingston. I want to go visit him soon. I'm on his friends list. I just never made it down. Because who goes to Livingston, you know? I don't even know where Livingston is. And I've been to Texas and a bunch of places in Texas for like for, for years now. I have no idea <laughs> even it where like it's located. like way down near the beach or something? Like I, I've Gulf never Coast even side? been to a Texas beach. Yeah. Uh, Gulf yeah, side. I'm not sure. The, uh, the uh, okay, so let's get back to this back thing. To okay, so, so. I'm also prison this, pen pals with Brendan from um, Making a Murder. Making a murder, making a murder. Oh, he's out of jail, though. Yeah, yeah. But before, is he out now? Well, before I haven't seen out. season two, but yeah, he's out. Oh, good. I knew he was getting out, but then they delayed it. But yeah, he's so sweet. I sent him a bunch of YA novels. Anyway, oh, okay. yeah. So here's what I'm saying. Write to inmates, especially the ones who aren't scary. Like, that's a really rad thing you can do. And these people need friends um, and books. Um, okay, yeah. So healing, is that what we're... <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this has never come up before. Um <laughs> So we're like, there's a difference between, I guess, like getting blackout drunk, fucking all of Echo Park and mm -hmm. then actually doing. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say that's not self-care on some level, but yeah. like, but focusing on like the more, uh, you know, the intention setting yes. and in using magic for self-care yeah. is, is definitely a little bit different, even though like getting drunk is filling yourself with spirits, as they say, but um <laughs> And there's something to be said about like dropping our normal way of thinking through alcohol yes. that releases inhibitions and things like that, well, which can be helpful. I know a lot of people use alcohol, they incorporate alcohol into their magical practice yeah. because they think it helps lower their guard down and maybe helps them connect better. I have, and I, I know when I should. I also know the remainder, like what I'm practicing right now like I'm I'm working out a contract right now with my spirit guides um I'm not going to drink again for a while uh just because I need clarity I want to um I ha have been squatting and I really want to be super fucking strong and be able to kick someone to death oh know? I thought you meant like like staying in a place <laughs> but I was like I was like I know you're not <laughs> no I was, I was like I know you kind of took over the lease I thought you're yeah squat I'm now squatting, now it comes out you're I'm squatting, squatting. I was like, what else have you not yeah. told me <laughs> <laughs> that's what, it's not trolls it's it's the landlord yeah yeah um yeah so i yeah i want to be i want to feel healthy i want to like really focus on my body right now but i also and i really like me single i really like me single so i'm just gonna stay this way for a little while and just see what shakes out and squatting is great for raising testosterone yeah and uh testosterone is directly tied to the chemical directly tied to confidence mm -hmm. and i know that's why like power posing before performances are uh -huh. so great because it lowers cortisol i have and to say, raises testosterone yeah i went off the pill i keep trying to go off the pill i have to go off the pill if anybody knows good tips on how to not bleed for three months after you go off the pill please let me know because that's the only reason i went back on what's um, a good absorbent crystal for that <laughs> ah, <laughs> i use the cup not the diva cup it's a smaller one oh, not okay. to brag but my cervix is really little 
I had, a, I had a marina IUD one time and Planned Parenthood, the woman goes, there was a blood everywhere. She should not have put it in me. And she goes, you have the smallest cervix I've ever seen. And I put these in 12 year olds. Oh so my God. yeah, I have a useless tiny. That was a very inappropriate cervix. reference that she. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like. Oh, I was traumatized. It was horrible. Um, yeah, I'm never going to do that again. But uh, going off the pill, when I went off the pill um, last summer, my testosterone went through the roof I was so ambitious I was this like and I mean I am but like I was this like slutty bitch I remember this Gemini I liked at work <laughs> who um I we went to lunch and I just I like was this slutty it was, bitch like it was amazing well okay slutty I'm I am not a slut shamer I I only use slutty as a compliment um but I was like rubbing my tits on him and we're waiting to order sandwiches and we ended up going out and it was not good I when somebody tells you they're really fucked up, like believe them. <laughs> I was like, well, we're done here. That's not usually a uh, a way to like reel somebody in. No, I mean unless had... like unless that person is also like, let me adjust this. And right. you know there are people who love a Gemini for that very reason. I love. Are Gemini. all Gemini's fucked up? Oh yeah, but they're also my favorite. And uh, okay, so if you're a Gemini out there and you feel like you are, they not, know. you are not <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Good luck with uh, that lie. <laughs> I mean, we're all fucked well, up. Well, Gemini is the two, the twins, right? Yeah. So it's the, uh, I don't want to say bipolar because I think that's insensitive. No, people get that wrong all the time. Yeah. The two faces, it's not two-faced like where they talk behind your back. It's the face they show the people they feel comfortable with and the face they show the world. And I, Geminis are like my people. That was the best relationship I ever had was with a Gemini. Um they're really fun and weird and interesting and great at sex, all the things you want. But yeah, it's really hard to hold the interest of a Gemini. Um, I would say... I wonder that, if most Geminis lean towards polyamory. You know, most of them are bisexual. Like, oh, okay. Almost every Gemini I know is bisexual. And they love other Geminis. And Sag and Gemini are the opposites of the Zodiac, but we're the only opposites who love each other. So, um, What's the opposite of a Cancer? I don't know. Maybe Taurus? What's on the other side? It's whatever. I can't. I can never remember the, the sequence of the calendar. Yeah, <laughs> we, have to, uh, we, have to, just, we need a visual aid. For yeah, this. I do. I, I'm really <laughs> bad with that. But like, <laughs> when it comes to understanding you like your sign and the influence it can have on you, I mean, I, I do think it's probably important not to become a prisoner to like changing your behavior on purpose because, like, mm -hmm. well, I'm I'm a Gemini, so I have to be fucked up, or no. or I'm a Cancer, I have to be this. Yeah. Uh, um, but there is, you know, helpful things that we can learn from whatever the sign is and kind of like our cosmic blueprint. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I would say, like, as a Sag, I, I'm i I'm the friend. I'm everybody, everybody of the Zodiac can vibe with a Sag, which is really great. I have a lot of friends, very social. But Sag falls in love, like, with everybody. And I will say... We fall out of love really well, too. And that is a fucked up thing. That's fucked up. I don't want to be this susceptible to falling in love with everybody. So is that is, is that going to pose some problems when you try to take on this? Yeah, well, that's why I told you hot <laughs> and dumb. That's what I, that's what worked last time. And and listen, I mean, I don't want to, <laughs> you know, like be very two dimensional in the way we, we talk about guys. Uh, yeah, you know, like, they like, can take like, it. I think so. 
<laughs> yeah, I was being a little sarcastic. <laughs> Women have put up with it their whole lives. But like you, you're looking for a guy who's more into abs than books. Yes, yes. And it's funny because a few have appeared in my path and I've been like, no, no, no. I want, I want to love again. I want to invest. And then after I just did that two times in a row and felt like I was giving more than I was getting, I'm fucking done with that. Like, let's just have fun. I just want to have fun. I'm going to take my trailer across country this summer. Um, so you are going to do that. Yeah. You I'm were thinking about that. selling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that was because I thought I was in love with somebody. And I was like, I don't want to leave this. This is great. I can't wait to hear what's happening in the next episode. I know. Like, oh, yeah. no, I have sold the trailer. <laughs> we're, we got well, married in, in <laughs> Vegas. Uh, <laughs> Third time's the charm. Um, I think uh, what's... I, what I want to know is what's the very first step as far as magical healing goes? Okay. This kind of, like what's the very first thing you, you do? Got to rub, you got to get a salt scrub. You get in the shower and you stay in the shower as long as it takes and you rub that salt scrub all over your body and you say, I release what does not serve me. I release the pain. I release his full name. You release that motherfucker. You release everything. What's a salt scrub? Oh, you can get a Trader Joe's. There's a really good lavender one. So you want like sea salt and you want to like scrub it off your body so it comes in like a pumice stone form or is it like no. a gel <laughs> it's like a, um like a it's like soapy. a goopy little oily like salty like a like a sugar scrub have you ever seen those okay you know so, I'm about? It's, well it's something you, you can just use in your hands and yeah rub your body okay, yeah okay yeah so i've been doing that a lot and um the crystals is are, it, i'm sorry to interrupt is no, it related okay. at all to like an epsom salt bath Kind of, yeah, yeah, but Same definitely spiritual. And you know what? A sea salt scrub, like if you're doing full moon magic, that's the purge time. I always do it then too, just to like purge, purge, purge. And I've been purging. I'm probably going to keep purging for a while, um, probably into spring, but um, which is like another reason not to start a relationship. That's like such a visual. I'm going to purge <laughs> until spring. I know, we talk about purge a lot. It's like, well, that's like three months. Because most people, when they think of purging, it has negative connotations because mm-hmm. of binge and purge. Yes, yeah. And But uh, in the new age woo world that we mm-hmm. have embraced uh, so much, it's purging is a, such a great thing. Yes, yeah. Well, I want to be... Because I, this was the crazy thing too. I told you, I, I, you know, psychics are always like, I can't read myself, I can't read myself. And... I did feel like something was coming. I didn't expect it to be that. I didn't expect it to be a breakup. But I read myself on Saturday. And then the breakup was the next day. And I was like, no, fuck that. I'm reading myself. I'm going to read myself. And I, I like did a little prayer at my altar and got myself right and asked for guidance. Put my Moldavite on, which I really do think, honestly, like using Moldavite to... Uh, read yourself really helps. I mean, I felt a big difference. Moldavite's such a like a, a rock star of a yeah of a stone. Yeah, I had to stop sleeping with mine next to my bed. I was, sometimes when I fall asleep with my Moldavite ring on, I've I mean, I notice a difference. You know what? Day. I gotta actually check out um, what I had going on last night because I had some fucked. Up, I had a fucked up dream last night that uh, I'm gonna have to check that out. I, it's you know, not a dream I'm gonna discuss here, but like it was like a, it was fucked up enough for me to wake up and be like. What the fuck? Ooh. Um, I can tell you about it later. Okay. But um, sorry, that's like a real dick tease of a thing to say <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> a real uh, this fucked is, up this dream really that fucked up none of you I are going to hear about. Um, well, but uh, yeah. So like, healing. I want to know about this prayer too. Okay. So oh. let's like, like break this down step okay. by step. So what you do is you, like you, first you do the salt scrub. Yeah. Which is a, a I, shower or bath based yes. kind of activity. Yeah. And you just say it, you say it and you put yourself through it and anything you're thinking of, like um, this thing that I did that could not be reciprocated. I release that. I really give it back. It, it's not mine anymore. Um, then um, 
I woke up in a lot of pain this morning. I like my heart hurt, and did I was, it feel physical or is this emotional? Pain? Emotional, emotional, yeah. And I'm not sleeping because like the pain wakes me. And um, well, the interesting thing about that too is that the heart actually has brain cells inside of it what? Like, as well. So this was a study that came out a couple of years ago, and I don't have it at the tip of my fingers because I didn't realize I we'd be referencing it. Yeah. But, but there is so when people say you got to stop thinking with your heart, mm. I mean it can actually almost be quite Holy literally crap there is uh the heart does have th- mm. that as part of its composition yeah so, so that is interesting to think about like emotional pain like when you feel your heart hurt because you've been thinking oh, about someone yeah there can be a connection there it hurts so bad i've been shoving this giant rose quartz in my pocket now but i've been carrying around my bra like right on my heart um and i slept with it under my pillow but yeah i woke up and i, I hurt so bad and i got up and I let my hair down. I took my dogs out. And then I stared into my mirror and did my altar. And I was like, you're a fucking badass goddess bitch. And you are not going to hurt over some man. And then I um, then I talked myself into the hurting to stop. Is this the and, prayer? Yeah. And okay. I, I mean, I, I gave myself a really great pep talk. And then I called on my guides and I said, take this off. Take this away. And I, I, then I danced and I felt I still feel great. I still feel like I feel really sexy i feel like like ever since this happened it's almost like this this power got unlocked a little bit like i mean i always feel good about myself but i feel like powerfully sexy right now and i think that in this case maybe that is what will heal me is sex we'll see i mean we'll see um well i can't speak to the dynamic of 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 a woman being yeah. feeling sexy and being sexy and what are the parameters of almost being allowed to feel really sexy when they are in a relationship that is monogamous or like I don't know what goes I think it's an individual based by case by case basis when someone is like okay do I have to tone down my sexiness now because uh, I'm in yeah. a relationship and what is the purpose of sexiness I mean mm-hmm. I guess it depends on what you want your sexiness to be is it yeah. like a beacon signal that you're sending out into the universe or is it an empowering thing for self i think that's probably the difference when it comes to like you know um i went to an art museum and uh on sunday because it's free downtown the geffen contemporary museum of contemporary art my buddy dave wade who's a a really funny comic he loves museums so we went down there was it super crowded or was it it not it was not and laura owens who was an artist i wasn't familiar with her installation there is incredible. It's very interact and it's interactive. There's like these huge paintings and in pencil, it's written Did any questions it? and then uh, <sighs> question mark and then it has a phone number and there's multiple different phone numbers. So you can text these phone numbers and then there are speakers in the installation that will play answers to your questions. Oh, how cool. Whatever question you ask from very like various different voices and characters. Yeah. And there was this woman walking around. And she was wearing what I can only des- be I can only describe as something you'd wear to the beach. <laughs> it was like the shortest, like cut off Daisy Duke jean shorts, yeah. and then she had a t shirt that was like tied off into like uh, basically a bikini top. Whoa! And I'm just like trying to look at art. Yeah. <laughs> You know, in New York, you can walk around with your boobs out. Yeah, yeah. And, and some people do. I live for it. Yeah, and so like. That, that to me, I mean, just being a man, I was a little bit distracted. Yeah. By that. Oh, yeah. Um, but so like women are gorgeous. Yeah. So and then that's more more power to her yeah. for whatever reason she wants to uh, do that. Yeah. She's, she's allowed and maybe to do she's that. hurting. Maybe she just went through a breakup where she felt like 
very uh, small. But it was kind of fitting that she was yeah. walking amongst art, uh, you know, like, <laughs> I, was I, just like that. I was like, this is very, I, I can appreciate this art, this sculpture. As yeah. Well. But, um, but like, you know, so whatever I, it's not up to me to be able to decide what she, uh, why she's doing that. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, exactly. It's not up to me. You get to enjoy it. She's, you know, I mean, you get to look yeah, at I get her. to enjoy it in a way that doesn't. Is safe for everyone. That is safe for yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Like, as opposed to like. You know, I'm going to look, I mm-hmm. guess, um, but I'm not going to glare. Yeah. Ew. Even last night we went dancing. Dudes like to touch you when you're dancing. And uh, the new thing is they try to hold your hand. And they'll like, we like. Well, that's much better than touching. just kind of like grinding. Oh, God, I'm such a germaphobe, though. Grinding. Everybody who touched my hand, I was like, ugh, now I have dick hands. Now I got to go wash my hands because I know that these dudes aren't washing their hands after they pee in the bathroom. Like, I just assume well, every here's something. strange well, man is here's, here's rubbing some insight dick hands on, that. on me. Sometimes you don't even touch your dick when you're going to Somebody the Somebody else told me that. You can just get, it depends if you are a zipper guy mm. or an unbutton then zip guy or a sit down guy. I never had penis envy until I was driving that trailer around and I'd have to pee suddenly and super bad. Oh, man. It's not easy to pee into I, a, I a did contraption try, I as did a man try, either yeah. while you're driving, though, just oh, for the that's record. that's good to know. There are things you can buy from <laughs> Amazon.com that are travel peers. I, I bought, well, I think I'm going to astronaut diaper at some point. I just want to try it. I want to see what that's like. That, that, we'll, we'll I see. will say this, that you probably... <laughs> Oh, and I know this for we can we can talk about that if we want, but like I do know that like you can wear a diaper and like that's all fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. But now you are kind of like you are in the stew of your yeah, own exactly of your own isness. Yeah. Well, what and I that's started not real to do, comfortable. yeah, what I started to do was um, schedule gas station stops and find the ones that were for big rigs because I have jacked up my trailer so badly pulling over at places that couldn't fit it or I mean I'm not that thing is so jacked up I it's love fine. truck stops truck stops are yeah, the best yeah that's where I go that's what I I put them on the map I plug them all into my route and um, I know how much gas I have till I get there and then like I've just lined it up so I can pee and get gas and you know maybe a sandwich or whatever but um yeah, it's been it's been really hard to do alone, and the peeing. Um, yeah, at one point it was an emergency. The rest stop was too far away, and I. Uh, this is. I mean, it's gotten better. Honestly, I, I've always had a really weak bladder. I was I peed my pants all the time as a child, just because I didn't want to stop having fun. But um, now I'm like really aware of it, and I started taking pumpkin seed oil and this crystal in my vagina. Those two things. I am no longer rushing to the bathroom like I used to. Pumpkin seed oil. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was Googling. I was like, my bladder is overactive. This is crazy. It, it's always been my whole life. But now I don't want to live like that anymore. So, um, yeah, what was I saying, though? Driving. Uh, where were we? Okay. Well, anyway, peeing <laughs> on the side of the road is part of life on the road. And yeah. And I think everybody gets it. Yeah. And it's eventually you're going to have to do it. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, let's get back to this. I went, okay, so we, we do the salt scrub. Yeah. Um, that's a way to uh, like cleanse off and yep. kind of release, uh, get yeah. some of this stuff off you. Then you do the prayer mm-hmm. at the altar in the mirror. Yeah. 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 You do your prayer. You call on everybody. You call on your spirit guides. You call on your angels. I always say anybody else who wants to help because I've had a lot of good ghosts. Like I, the last house I lived, the animal hoarder there was really great. She was a great ghost. Um, if she could help, I would call on her. And uh, yeah, I call on anybody who can help. And I just say, take this away, take it away. 
it's not serving me. Take everything that doesn't serve me. And it's funny because it feels like a sage. It feels like a sage of the soul that every time I do it, I feel better and I feel more relieved. Um, I also, well, like I'll be on the toilet and I'll be like, you guys, it hurts. Take it away. Take it away. Like whenever, whenever I feel it, I'm asking them to lift it. And I really feel like they are. I mean, it, it, somebody's helping me. And, and if you're not in touch with your spirit guides yet, I mean, I've just oh, yeah. recently gotten in touch with mine. And it's an interesting, it's like any other relationship. Yep. It takes a little bit of time to get to know each other. So, but it's fun. Um, oh, yeah. You know, so it's like the honey, I'm in the honeymoon phase of, of me and my spirit guides. Um, I was going to make a really bad joke, but I'm not going to. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> make uh, it, make it. What was it? <laughs> yeah, me and my, uh, you know, spirit guides, all we do is fuck right now. We'll get to know each other. <laughs> After that wears <laughs> off a little bit. Um, but no, the uh, so it is interesting mm-hmm. um, because the more you get to know them, the more you realize that they're there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel mine all the time. And um, uh, like the, the meditation stuff that we've been doing with Sarah where she's putting us in touch with these children who are not necessarily us, but these children that live inside of all of us. I love that. And I, I, I mean, I am sad that is pan. I am eternal child and I've always lived like that. So, um, the idea that I have children in me that want things. And she was saying like, when you're being insecure about something, that's the child like tugging on your apron to tell you that it wants something. And, um, I really loved that. So if I feel fear and security or whatever, granted a lot of times, like this is intuition that I may have ignored. Um, I think about that, like, well, what, is, what do I need right now that I'm not doing? And then it just takes you down a different path where you're not necessarily like putting yourself through fear. Um, yeah, but spirit guides are great. I People need to access their guides at all times. They're with you all the time. Even, um, even last night when we went dancing, I had so much joy in my heart. And the, like these guys are saying things like, I love your energy. And I was like, yeah, I do too. Like I was just like really feeling myself. And, um, and, and I felt You're putting it on a full blast. Yeah. We were walking to the place and these two door guys started like flirting with us. It was like everywhere, everywhere. I was in the park, dog guys, coffee shop guys. Like I'm really putting it out there that I need to be healed sexually. And well, this I'm, would be a fun experiment. Yeah. Uh, for people listening that could email us about. Yeah. Um, if they feel like they are in a, let's say that you feel like you've been hibernating sexually mm-hmm. or you haven't had uh, relationships, um, you know, appear or pop up for you recently. And this is different if you're like taking time to heal self and you're just not interested in relationships. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. I just healed myself yeah. and I healed myself with the intention of being a healed self for this person. Like I, I was like, well, I'm going to fuck up this relationship. I really want if I don't heal myself and I did heal myself. And now I'm like, I feel so complete and I want to go jump up and down on somebody with this healed self. Like I did <laughs> literally uh, and figuratively. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you are in one of those phases, it, it would be interesting to, uh, tech or, you know, I I'd like to hear from people like before you go out, like just make some, t- make an hour, to just maybe walk around your neighborhood or go to the mall, somewhere where there's going to be a lot of people, a lot of strangers you don't know. But before you do, do like a, you know, do a meditation or Mm -hmm. set an intention that you are going to be the sexiest motherfucker there. Oh, yeah. And then like just really say it to yourself over and over again until you believe it. Yeah. And then 
I'd be interested to hear like if it has results. Yes, yes. I also, um, I'm for sure, uh, there's something in me right now. There's for sure, I'm, I'm for sure like permeating something. But I also use pheromone fragrances and they mix with your pheromones. And man, that stuff is potent. Where do they get these from? I bought mine um, when I was in Portland. I, w- I went over the bridge to Vancouver. There's an amazing witchy shop there where they make them. And it's that they're the best ones I've ever like, found. Is it just like beautiful people <clears throat> dripping their sweat from like Basically, a, a, yeah. a exercise and, bike well, into bottles? Like what? I don't thing, understand where yeah, it The crazy come thing, from? I was in there and, and I'm telling them like, I just need to feel myself. Like I don't give a fuck how many men I attract with this and they're like well you're gonna feel yourself but you're gonna attract people too and I was like great great side effect it's just like the dark crystal to me yeah. like when like the woman has the gelflings uh-huh. in the cage and she's like extracting their essence <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I don't know I don't know what it is they don't they, like they have different pheromones for different things like what you want like if you want love or sex um, mostly people are just going and they're looking for love and sex and I went in and I was like I need to love myself again but I think that those oils you know what if you can't get to a weird pheromone shop there's an oil on Amazon women ask me all the time what I'm wearing and I wear it with my pheromones it's called come to me oil it has I think two little angels or cherubs pink label it has great reviews don't know what's in it but man that shit is potent hopefully it's uh you know locally or organically sourced hopefully uh cage-free hotties <laughs> cage-free hotties. <laughs> cage-free hotties are donating their f- and you know this also speaks to my ignorance about like just pheromones in general that mm. it could be just oils derived from certain plants i mean because we all essentially are of earth so yeah. a lot of these things were probably well, could probably come from other you yeah know, these and, sources and the stuff that i bought um they tell you like put it between your boobs like put it in these places where your pheromones mix with it like these places where you're gonna heat up the most um and it, it works with your natural scent so it's like just it's super potent um but yeah i would say like feel fucking sexy I, me squatting i want a big but, and that's going to make me feel sexier. So I am going to keep squatting. I'm going to keep doing the things that make me feel good. I think everybody knows what that is. Sometimes it's hard, especially when you're sad. You just want to lie down and die. And I did that the first night. Um, it was, you know. And to be clear, one night isn't a long time to do no, that. No, no, thank you. I mean, it is, you know, I do, I because I struggle with that throughout my life, like allowing myself time to be sad. And there's nothing wrong with, because this was something interesting that I learned years ago. I can't, I'm trying to remember the exact source, but it, it's a, it's not something that other people like or people mm-hmm. haven't been saying for you know hundreds and hundreds of years. It's like you, we judge ourselves for having emotions sometimes, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with experiencing emotions of sadness or insecurity or these other things. It's how we react and what we do with them after that. Yeah, yeah. And so there's no. Everyone feels sad every once in a while. You're mm-hmm. allowed to feel sad. Like sadness is an emotion that hopefully you do feel. Yeah, you have to feel to sad to feel happy. Um, my one psychic, uh, Doreen and Casadega, who I love, she's just like she and I were, were connected in some way. But um, she was telling me she's like she's a master eleven, and she's she's always telling me how I'm already thirty three. Like I've already advanced to thirty three in this life. And she's like, so you've taken on all this work. You're doing, um, you're here to teach everybody. And you've also uh, taken on unconditional love. So you want to learn and teach unconditional love, which is like the 33's path. And um, that's like Jesus's age when he dies. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, it's also, you can also break it down to like, 
you know, you know, it's a six, it's a, you know, it's a nine, mm-hmm. it's a, it's an 11. Yeah. Um, the, that's interesting. Okay. So you take on unconditional love to yeah. teach that as well. Yeah. And I think because, uh, I've been here a long time and even in this lifetime, like I have loved a lot of people. And I mean, I even had like really intense female relationships that weren't sexual, but were, uh, just as intense as a real relationship. I feel like I have fucking mastered this. I really do. And I'm hurting and right now the solution, maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. Uh, I also, I've got standards, so it's not like I'm just going to be able to go fuck anybody. You know what I mean? Like there's that too. Sure. So I mean, like in, in theory, like it's, it's, it's fun to say, Yeah. but in practice, yes. I had to look it up. Chris Farley, also 33 years old. Oh, I love wow. Chris Farley is one of my all time favorites. Uh, John Belushi, also 33 years old. And I, the list goes Ooh, on and on strange. and on about the 33. I think yeah. Kurt Cobain was also, or no, he might've been I think he was 27. 27. Yeah. The, Cause the I know 27. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Chris Farley, uh, rest in peace uh, to one of the, the biggest bundles of love and joy. Yeah. That no were out kidding. There. Now this is from afar, obviously I didn't know Chris, but, um, so yeah, so okay, so this is part of the healing process when you you have to, and it sounds so easy to say, but it's like you have to get back into it with yourself. Yeah, I have I made a playlist in two thousand nine. My Gemini, who was my husband in my last lifetime, um, uh, fucked me over then too. Way to go, dude! Um, and I I want to block him because he's always gonna cheat. He's just always gonna cheat. Funnest guy I've ever been with. Always gonna cheat. Um, he cheated on me and I, it was the biggest hurt I'd ever felt. And we kind of like, I don't know really. I, we kind of tried to work it out and we'd only been together for three years. And my therapist was like, no, three years. No, you got to leave this guy. You don't cheat after three years. Like, and, and I, I didn't think I was going to be okay with it. And also, uh, maybe part of me, cause I hadn't really dealt yet with the last lifetime. I just thought it was all fun coincidence still. Um, I think part of me was like, no, dude, I fucking had all your babies last time and you cheated on me with all my friends and all your students. Like, this sucks. I'm not doing it again. It's so funny because earlier you are like uh, <laughs> talking about fucking people's friends. Oh, yeah. You're like, that's my move. That was my high school move. Oh, that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which, oh, yeah, it so was. So it's like this, re- this like, <laughs> there's this weird reflection happening. Yeah, yeah. My high school boyfriend cheated on me and I was like, mm, I'm going to fuck all your friends. I only fucked one the other ones you know what it's fine you should fuck people in high school it's great um i speaking as someone who didn't lose their virginity until they were a sophomore in college i would say that it's probably you know i'm not gonna say that you shouldn't fuck people in high school but just be just be safe out there be safe you know what like i can't believe how many of my friends aren't using condoms and i I, that oh you know like you gotta use condoms at first and then you when you're having dalliances yeah of the very short-term variety yeah it seems silly not to i also feel like um i don't know like does is the other person gonna value you if you're just like yeah put it in there you know what i mean like i don't i don't know i i think that you gotta use fucking condoms and and every guy i've been with long term i make them go get tested first and i'm you know been on the pill my whole life um but uh yeah i think i think loving yourself and I think this is how I this is how I feel. I feel like I put all this love into a person and I had less love for myself. And now that I've been able to extract that love, I'm like, I'm 
fucking fierce. I'm on fire. This is great. I'm not giving this away again. Like for a while. I need this. Um, and maybe there's a way to love yourself and somebody else. But I I'm, I've not been great at it. I think I, I always am more accommodating to the other person. And oh my God, I make the biggest like excuses for every guy I'm with. I'm like, I, I see who they can be. I, I choose to see that instead of who they are. I just, I need to just be alone for a while. Well, not alone. <laughs> temporary. I think too. Hint uh, of companionship. <laughs> And like as a, a quick little side note, I think a fun little Easter egg would be like if someone can actually, I mean, I guess I could do this, but I believe that when, if someone can tell me, so one of the listeners, we'll, we'll put together some kind of like swag bag or something mm. and mail it to them. I'm doing, this is like a, this is a homework episode apparently. Like I've decided to make like, you know, meditate and go be sexy for an hour. Yeah. But if someone can tell me, and I'm not sure if it exactly lines up, but I think it probably might. When we started talking about 33, when you started talking about 33, mm-hmm. something very synchronistic uh, was happening in this episode. If you look or if, you're, if you go back and look and pay attention to where we were at, let's just say it like that, when, when 33. 33 came up, Ooh. then uh, if that's true, you, you know, you should... Man, you should I should up. stop saying I'm a master of love and I should embrace this 33. She tells me this every time she sees me. She's like, Wait, you oh, should stop there. saying that you're a master of love because well, that's she, not a 33? So, so you would become in your next life a 22 or a 33 as an 11. If you're a master of love. Yeah. And Doreen told oh, me. Oh, master of 11. Master 11. Master 11. Yeah. Holy shit. What this did you- whole time. <laughs> this whole time. Oh, no. I thought you were saying master of loving. Holy oh my shit. god. I thought you were saying master of loving. Think of revelation. Like I thought you were like saying like I'm a master of loving. That's why I'd always I am like, a master laugh. of loving. You know what? I'm a master of loving and a master of loving. That's why I was always like laughing when you would say it. That's so funny, right? I, I thought think you were you, laughing because it was So I think if you go back to the beginning of this one, you didn't say that and I said, Oh, and a master of loving. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, like I thought you were saying master of loving. I'm gonna this maybe whole time. say master of loving because I want to embrace that I'm a 33 and not an 11. So an, a master 11 probably is a master of loving. Yeah, a master 11 is definitely a master of loving. I want this on a shirt. Say that 17 times real Ugh, fast. I'm or maybe 11 times over. really fast. <laughs> master of loving is a master of loving. Okay, I'm not gonna do that. Oh. I didn't do my vocal warm ups. This is also something I was gonna say when I started talking about that X in 2009. Okay, 2009, I made a playlist called "I Will Survive." And it's like a bunch of badass, um, he did you wrong, you know, like the Destiny's Child is on there. There's Alanis Morissette. Rise up feminine power. Yeah, yeah. But man, I was listening to it today and Ani DeFranco's Dilate came on and I was shouting, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Like it just, And that was the song I listened to in college when I was heartbroken that really, I mean, helped me, but like... That song is so good and healing. And it's like the lyric, when you say I when you say I sucked your brain out. Wait, is that it? When you say you sucked no, when you say I sucked your brain out, the English translation is I am in love with you and it is no fun. Is that the lyric? Have you heard this? I'm not uh, I can't say oh, I'm familiar. It's so good. It's so good. And uh fun fact about Ani, she thinks she's a Libra. She sings all the time about being a Libra. She's a Virgo. I've looked her up so many times because I'm always like, what's her moon again? What's a, How compatible are Ani DeFranco and I? 
she's a Virgo. She has no idea. But you know what? Virgos wouldn't want to. They'd want to be a Libra. <laughs> I love Virgos. Uh, I love them. But yeah, they're really hard on themselves. But uh, did I say? Yeah, I said Stephen Russell's a Virgo. Virgos can do these amazing things with their minds. And Ani DeFranco, like, if you ever try to play her music, it's she's invented reinvented chords. You have to like tune your guitar to a weird setting for every song. That's Virgo. Like a Libra would not go down that road. Um, yeah, but so I was listening to that playlist. I think I might even share that playlist. I was thinking too. I. I Put, I'll put the link wherever we're doing this Facebook or something um, for my theme music because I think that that's very inspiring for people to have my theme music. I am I am going back and forth between my theme music playlist and then my uh, I Will Survive playlist and I, that is helping so much. Oh, and I made a playlist for this guy. I made a playlist for this guy. That's what I've been listening to all the time. This playlist. Well, music of has a definite him. power. Like, yeah, you know, when it comes to affecting our, our patterns yeah. of thought, I, our vibrations. Yeah, and I was giving all my love to him, even when I was alone. I was giving it to him, and that's on me. That's not his fault. That's on me. I gotta be better at that. And I have so much love to give, and then I'm, I'm, you know, not keeping it for myself. Well, I, I just had this mental image of a puppy rushing over the edge of a cliff <laughs> to lick the face of a floating Buddha. Uh. <laughs> and so the puppy just falls. Holy shit, that is right? very Sagittarius. Yeah. And so like like to me that's like the image of like what you're describing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you just want like you're so eager yeah. and excited to love that yeah. that there can be total disregard yeah. for one's own and, and grounding or safety. Yeah. And here's the thing. There's plenty of love. There are plenty of soulmates. This guy was one of my soulmates. And, you know, I'm not, I haven't been like dealt a great soulmate hand in this life, but maybe, maybe, you know, there's a guy, Doreen's always talking about this guy. He looks like Don Draper. He's rich. He's in the Seattle area. That's the guy I'm supposed to marry. And I'm like, well, I like all that, but like, I don't want to go to Seattle. <laughs> you know? like, well, maybe that's just the part of it. Maybe. Maybe that's like the where he, you meet this Maybe guy. Maybe it's just John Ham. It could be just John Ham, right? Does John Ham have He's a, Pisces. Have I a love house them. in Seattle? Or, oh, or a I'm going to look in into that. She kept saying, she's like, I just keep seeing the guy from Mad Men. And I'm like, Doreen, that's wonderful news. Um, but yeah, I this was one of my soulmates and not a go. And not a go with the my last husband was a soulmate. Um, lots of soulmates in this lifetime that the Gemini cheating on me soulmate like soulmates can suck and you have to like well the good news is that you're finding your soulmates yes I mean there's this is like a huge silver lining it is it is there's like for whatever reason I mean I think there's people out there who are like I just haven't been able to find any of my soulmates yeah Yeah. but like for whatever reason maybe it's because you've transcended from Master 11 (laughs) to 33 but like now you're able to at least locate them and find them and get through these things yeah. relatively quickly. Yes. Um, and then so maybe it's like, you know, you're we talk about your you talk about how you pr- procrastinate and work sometimes mm-hmm. or just in life or whatever. Yeah. So it's like almost uh, there's one area where you do a pretty good job of getting through the work. Yeah. And this is like you're going through Ugh. the soulmates. I, I don't know how many soulmates people have, and I'm sure there's probably a different number for different people. Yeah. I used to think five, and now I'm like, whoa, it's more than that. I'm, And so many of them have been drawn to me where I didn't even – I didn't – I mean, it's crazy ways, really. But, like, I didn't know. They, they weren't on my radar, you know? And I think – 
different spaces in our life make it possible for these things to happen. And like, whether it's physical location or mental uh, mental space, where we are, yeah. where have we traveled mentally in like our minds? Yeah. And I feel like for me, and if I look back, well, I'm kind of doing this right now, but uh, if I look back through my life and like where I was mentally, mm. it kind of reflects where I ended up uh, emotionally or like, you know, physically where I was living and then also who I ended up with. Yeah. And it's very telling. Oh yeah. And so that is an exciting aspect Mm -hmm. of, of like moving on, but that's like a different phase of the ending of a relationship. You have to mourn it. You You have to like, you know, take those lessons and then, and then later the excitement, can come for yeah. like something deep as opposed to bouncing on people. Yes. And yeah, bouncing on people. I would say too, like I I don't feel like I got a lot out of this. I had a lot of um, anxiety and confusion around it. Um, but I know he, like even when we broke up and I told him a lot of things that he didn't see, I think that that was very helpful for him. And I mean, I think that he'll take that I hope and and run with it but like you know sometimes we don't get to get something out of it sometimes we're just there to give it and that sucks but um, and to be devil's advocate here a little bit yeah you are also going through some pretty big uh transformative changes in your life it's true um you know simultaneously with all of this yeah um we're talking about re-embracing like you know, like some deep powerful psychic ability yeah um, which you kind of closed off a little bit. Yeah. Um, which, because I tell people, I'm like, especially when I want to talk about um, Sarah. And I had this breakthrough last night, by the way, about my two power animals. Ooh. One's a lion and one's an eagle. Mm-hmm. How did I not realize a griffin is a lion eagle? Oh my God, Ryan, that is really bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I started freaking a out lion. last night. How did I not realize a griffin is a lion? So like I just imagine like my eagle and my lion kind of like actually being like they were there when I realized this and then realized that they probably have to have an offspring of some kind. (gasps) So there's going to be like a puppy. Would that be a puppy hatch puppy slash hatchling griffin probably hanging around soon? I'll keep you posted on what the power animals if the family, if the the nuclear unit happens. But um, but I I think what the point was uh, when it comes to these like powerful transformations Mm -hmm. that one goes through in life. There's going to be collateral damage, yeah, to some degree, yeah. Um, and especially when it comes to, okay, imagine if you will, you're a nor- quote unquote normal person who just has like <laughs> a nine to five job, right? <laughs> okay, and so you start dating this woman, uh-huh. and she starts going through a lot of transformative things in her life. Yeah, all of a sudden, she's talking about how she's re-embracing her psychic powers. Um, there's trolls oh, like and fairies so and brownies yeah, in her yeah. apartment that are stealing her bra, her, uh, her, you know, her yoni eggs yeah. or her vagina crystals. Um, other things are disappearing. Oh yeah. Um, and then like, and now I'm not saying your ex is a normal, I, I don't know him that well, but like, I'm, I'm saying like for this thought experiment, mm-hmm. we're not even really talking about him. Yeah. We're talking about just someone. Any- any guy, uh, right? Yeah. Who isn't a new age woo guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is a lot. Oh, yeah. For someone uh, like that. But Ryan, it sounds, I mean, to me, it sounds awesome. Sure. I yeah, but. have always been too much. Like, and some people are like, bring, you know, keep it on. Let's go. But 
it's always been too much. And this stuff, like, I think I should not tell guys I'm dating about it, but I'm gonna because I don't give a fuck. Like, if you don't want to hang with this, then don't. Like, I just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have time to to placate. And there's a big difference between boundaries yeah and denying one's true self yeah and i hate small talk so like yeah i'm gonna talk about a fairy i forgot i don't think i told you this one of the light bulbs got pulled out of these christmas lights that were hanging over lauren's bed this happened a while ago they took a light bulb and i made that list i made a list of all the stuff that they've taken and returned but i think that's gonna have to be its all separate episode because we're almost at an hour already Uh, oh Which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. We had a lot to talk about. I've got a lot of anxiety. Well, no, you know, it's not anxiety. It's angst. But um, yeah, I, uh, what else do I want to tell you guys? Well, just to put a bow on like the devil's advocate thing. Mm -hmm. uh, The point being is that like, you know, any relationship is two people obviously coming together, learning each other, going through changes together. Because when you come together with someone else, both of you have to change uh, to some degree, (sighs) right? Yeah, you're right. Which Mm -hmm. is, which is difficult. And it's through that process we, I think, maybe, and I'm no relationship expert. I'm far from it. Yeah. But it's through that process of changing individually but yet together that we understand what the limitations of our change might be. Like, yeah. okay, I'm, 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 now I'm pushed up against this wall. I'm not going to change any further than this. And therefore, this is not going to work. Yeah. But I also think... Sometimes we think we've hit that wall and we really haven't. Yeah. And that's where I think magic mm-hmm. um, or, you know, setting intentions can help us like push through those imaginary walls that yeah. really don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, we're just afraid to walk another yeah. step or two. And you know, it's funny, like the other night, because I'm going to do a honey jar, I'm probably going to put all those dick pics in it <laughs> that Miranda drew. <laughs> this is, I, I, I just. <laughs> They can't stay on my wall. As your friend, I want to like, (laughs) I just imagine now there's just like a line, like some, there's just like these dudes who are just kind of like zombies. Yes. Like hanging outside the apartment. I've been drawn here for some reason. Yeah. Oh, I feel I I mean, there's like an internal magnet for sure going on. Like, and that's great. That's what I need. And I hope anybody who ever needs there were there were other times that I had to totally shut off and be just dead to that. And um um, this is very, this is new for me. So I really want to embrace it and see where, where it goes. But, um, yeah, it was the other night I was like, I really need to sit down and do this new honey jar because I don't want, I did a honey jar for this guy who I attracted and I made the mistake of putting an old engagement ring in it because it was rose quartz. And, um, I didn't have any rose quartz that would fit in the jar except this ring. And I put it in there, shook it up. And then I was like, fuck, I'm going to attract like a a partner when I just want to have let's hold that thought for one second because I have to I have to do a, a TP oh okay uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> but I want to talk about I want to break down honey jars okay yeah okay so we were talking about the rose court uh, engagement ring was yeah. in the honey jar yeah and the talisman I created um, this was before I knew this guy uh, it's very spot on him but it's sort of like you're like when you watch Edward scissor hands and and it's like why did he give him scissor hands in the first place like no hands would have been better than scissor hands I'm reading it and I really left out some fundamental things like that I will include this next time around but um (coughs) you gotta be super specific with a honey jar um so I wanted to attract a few guys but then because I put that 
freaking engagement ring in there I attracted. I did attract a few. They were all earth signs too, which is funny because what I wrote that I wanted was very earth. It was just different than what I was used to. I'm usually with air and fire. Um, so I attracted a few guys and this one stuck, but like <laughs> the other guys I attracted were not quite uh, like one of them I'd kind of dated before. You know what I mean? Like not great. Um, but when I deconstructed my honey jar and a lot of people bury their honey jars. I don't think you need to do that. You can feel when it just runs out of magic and then it's not magical anymore. If I can take it apart, why are you going to go buy a new jar? Also, especially if you put your crystals in it, you want those back. And are we talking, what kind of size jar are we talking oh, about here? Oh, okay. So I went to <laughs> Target and got a bunch of, a pack of little tiny glass jars. Hmm. Okay, so like we're talking like the small, little, yeah, small little ones. Yeah, because I like to be able to take it around the house. I like to put it next to the bed sometimes. Um, and you don't need a, I mean, it depends on what you're putting in there. But um, for love, it's basically a honey jar sweetens the deal and it can attract things to you. It just sweetens up whatever you want, whether it's a person or a job or, you know, uh, you can even do it for like a family member or a friend you're having problems with. It just sweetens them up to you. But uh, yeah, it can bring stuff to you too. And um, I did this honey jar and then I took it apart when I felt it. I just felt it wasn't work. It wasn't strong anymore. But at this point, I'd already met him. And, uh, and it was going really well. And I rinsed off the talisman and I read it and I could not believe how spot on it was. So you rinsed off something and then read it. Yeah. Like, so, so. so the way you do it, you get, and I, I like to use color for things. Like if you want to attract love, get pink. If you just want to fuck some dudes in Echo Park, use a red piece of paper. Um, and you write, like you write. Uh, in the round so you're uh, it's you, you like create, a spiral yes you write in a spiral um, I put like what was most important in the very middle like I ended with what was most important um, and you can put symbols on it if there's somebody in particular this is non-manipulative magic it's just going to make you more appealing to them um, but like you can put all their stuff on there and and if you don't know who he is just be super freaking specific and you do it, um, I was doing it around full moons, but it doesn't really matter when you, I mean, it would be better, I think, when the moon is waning after a new moon, I think, would be best. Um, but uh, what was crazy, so I'm, I haven't decided yet what I'm going to write on this new honey jar. And I had this moment where I was like, or you could put a spell on him and get him back. And I was like, fuck that. Fuck that. I haven't put a spell on a man since I was in college. And that did not work out well. <laughs> like Maybe I made him gay. Maybe he was gay. Who knows? But it, it was a botched spell. And it really, it, it like ended our relationship because I, I had a very horrible thing happen during it. Um, and yeah, I just had this moment where I was like, I don't want to manipulate anybody with magic. And I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with me. Like, no, I'm going to get a whole new yeah, lineup of zombie Echo Park hipsters. <laughs> uh, you know who I keep visualizing? Eric from True Blood. I dated a guy who looked Eric, like Eric, was he the blonde? Yeah, the vampire. Man, it's been years. I, I watched like the first two and a half ep or two and a half, three seasons of it, I think, Ugh. but never finished it. I would fuck anybody on True Blood. Probably. Probably. Um, but yeah, I keep he keeps popping in my head. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fuck a guy who looks like that. Let's let's get that guy. Let's honey jar up this fucking Eric from True Blood looking vampire motherfucker. Um, we'll see. Maybe I'll change my mind by the weekend. But um, <laughs> Oh, but what was funny when he when we were breaking up, 
I didn't mean to say this because we were very compassionate. We were very kind, super helpful to, to each other. It was a, a, a very easy breakup. Um, but uh, I actually like exclaimed, I'll be fine. I just got to fuck somebody. I just got to fuck somebody. And I was like, whoa, why are you telling him that? And then I was like, because you know that that's true. Like that's and it, that has not been true. That was not true when like during either of my divorces. Like it took a really long time for me to be able to find somebody I wanted to be intimate with. And now I don't know why it's different. But um, yeah, I think because I'm all healed up and I got nowhere to spend it. And I don't want to be necessarily in a relationship again for a while. So I want to break down just for my own visual sake. Mm -hmm. You have this tiny jar. Yes. You have spiral writing on a a colored piece of paper. Yeah. You fold that up. Uh, you and fold that up. You yeah. shove it in there. Sorry, I should tell you guys this. Uh, you want to put a bay leaf in there. You want to put. Uh, okay, here's what I'm going to put in mine. I'm going to put uh, Damiana because that's that that attracts like a nice loving business. I have Damiana a, is. It's an what? herb. It's I an think, herb. Yeah, I think it's like a maybe flower too. Um, but that's a really good one for romance. I'm going to put cayenne pepper. I'm going to put chili peppers. I'm going to put spice in that honey jar because I want to have sex. Like this is, and I'm not doing pink. I'm only doing red. I did pink last time for that fucking honey jar. And I don't want to feel an attachment right now. Um, but then, so you put everything in it and like rose quartz is great for love. You can do different crystals too, depending. Um, but I feel like we know what's going to work best. Like you can feel what's most powerful in your home and put that in there, whatever you think. Um, don't put an engagement ring in unless you, unless you want to get serious for a while. Um, but then you pour honey on and I think... So you pour actual honey on it. Yeah. That. Yeah. You pour honey on it. Um, I would say get a quality honey because you don't want to, you don't want a cheap, gross Walmart honey in your freaking honey jar and then um how you don't have to like fill the jar up with honey no you yeah. just fill it i would just fill it over the the items like mine was probably uh three quarters full the oh, last so one. a decent amount of honey yeah but it's a tiny jar that i use so it was pr pretty small um uh and like then when you say tiny you're we're talking about like maybe the size of like, like maybe like a couple shot glasses four inches could, like maybe two sh three shots or four shots would fill it yeah <laughs> yeah that sounds about right okay um and then if you wanted, because you can do this for like a court case, you can sweeten the judge up on you, like all kinds of stuff. But then if it was money, you use green. If it was um, love, you use pink. If it's what I'm doing, I'm going to use red. Um, there is also, uh, there are these beautiful gold candles that you can get. They're on Amazon and they are for empowerment and strength and just like being your high priestess self. And, um, those I love burning even like in between. And this is the thing, like you want to keep it on course, but when like, let's say you're not really feeling powerful or you're having doubts about that honey jar delivering, throw a fucking gold candle on there and just own it. And then it, that empowers you and also kind of like puts your focus back on this thing that you want. Um, but yeah, you get those little candles and you just, I just light the bottom of them and drip some wax and then I just stick them on top, light the candle. I often anoint them with stuff or the thing I've been doing, I carve whatever, whatever I want precisely like what I want, I carve into the side of the candle and then I anoint it and burn it. Um, but yeah, then you just burn a candle on top of it every night that you feel like 
you feel magical. I mean, you can do it. They say like uh, roughly a moon cycle. So maybe new moon to full moon, you would maybe stop, but you'll feel when it peters out. Um, and my experience, they work really fast. They are very, very fast. Okay. So, you know, get yourself a honey jar. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get, get whatever you want. Walk you in. Deserve you know, it. I, I imagine uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyone who's seen the movie Aviator. Uh, is familiar with the Howard Hughes story. Um, oh, and I did too. how he was just locked in his huge mansion mm-hmm. and he never left. And like he didn't even leave oh, this one. I just, did he, not see it. He never had, mind. Well, anyway, there's a scene where he's just surrounded in this like dark room by jars of his own urine. Ooh! Oh! <laughs> As a. So I imagine like, you know, like a couple weeks what? from now, I'll be like, I, and I haven't heard from Angela. <laughs> Go down to your place and it's just it's just you in a like your apartment surrounded by honey jars. That's so great. You know, maybe it's we'll just see. you and like seventy honey jars. <laughs> I'm getting everything now, uh, it's Ryan. All mine. I'm getting money, love, check. <laughs> I'm getting everything. I have a honey jar for that squirrel I fantasize about falling yeah. out of its nest. And I want a new haircut, so I made a honey. Ooh. You, know, like, you just make a honey yeah. jar for everything. You know, but you should only do one at a time. Okay, so that's good to yeah. know, actually. Because you, you, you want all your energy going into this for a okay, while. Okay, so that's actually good to know. Yeah. Um. So only do one at a time. So obviously, we're going to keep people updated on this. I mean, yeah. Um. you seem pretty forthcoming about what you're willing to talk about. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's ever I really hope, come you into know what? question. I really hope next week I'm still on this like fuck happy course i think it's a good healing thing for me right now i was going to suggest um although time is a little tight for me later today that we try to do back to back but i feel like it, it'll be better if we oh yeah have a week go between yeah. um so we won't yeah so there'll be, See there'll where be some separation oh, i'm I'm not coming in here super low and sad about stuff. I I'm seriously shaking the sadness off. And I, and also I want like as your friend, I want yeah. you to know like this is very depending on when this comes out. Obviously, it'll be it'll be in the future from now. But it's like you know, just remember like I know you're you're motivated and you're ready <laughs> yeah. to go. But it's like you're also allowed to be a person. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. You're allowed to be a person. Yeah. Even I, though you like you've really reawakened all these like uh, you know psychic powers and your yeah. third eye and all this other kind of crazy shit. I mean. Yeah. Quote unquote crazy in a good way. But you're still allowed to be a person. Thanks. You know what's funny? I'm remembering um, my ex. Uh, he was a Taurus, and uh, we're still really good friends. And I remember um, we were very young. I met him at NYU, and uh, he said. If he ever, if we, if I ever dumped him, he'd probably rush right out and fuck like the first chorus girl he could. Find. He was an actor, and I was livid. I was like, "How could you do that? How could you do that right away?" And he was like, "I would just want to feel better about myself," and I could see his point, but I never felt that way. And I think like right now, I'm feeling like a real masculine energy in myself. Um, I also have that Venus and Scorpio that makes me like in love right away without anybody I'm committed to. And I think it's on mute. I think it's just muted and I'm just Sagittarius with Leo Moon and I'm just going to fuck, fuck, fuck like a rabbit, like a rabbit turned loose in Echo Park. (laughs) So boys, get your carrots out. <laughs> well, let's tell people where they can find you on the internet, not to try to have sex yeah. with you, but, but just you to know follow. What? Let's see and... what you got. Let's, <laughs> slide let's, it, slide. let's be very what careful about say? saying that. Slide those DMs. I know how men can behave. <laughs> so please do not 
just be sen- I, I'm not going to speak for you. No. I'm going to stop myself right there. I find myself, I'm doing that man thing where I'm, I'm speaking on your behalf. I was going to tell Thanks, men Ryan. not, I was going to tell men not to send you dick pics unsolicited. Send me your fucking dick pics. <laughs> send me dick pics. I, you know what? Cause the dick pics Miranda drew suck. <laughs> it's like, I want to see dicks. Send me your uh, dick pics. And, and you know, and, you know, if you do send a dick pic, just know that it could Don't end up in a fucking honey I jar. I have very high standards, so that you know, just know that. But yeah, let's. Yeah, it could end Her up twelve-year-old cervix has very <laughs> high standards. I can't believe I just called that back. I feel so creepy for even it's doing weird. that. It's weird. It's um, weird. But uh, okay, so, <laughs> it's okay. So uh, where the magic happens is the handle on Instagram. So it's at where the magic happens. I believe, yeah. Right. So um, <laughs> yeah, you we've started can... posting some photos. Yeah. I mean, we're recording all these like in the in the past, which is now for the future, but mm-hmm. now the present as you're listening to it. But um, so yeah, there's uh, there's photos. You know, I'll take a photo actually of us recording before we before we leave. But um, just so we can actually have one of those. But um, nice. The. Uh, because the vibe, the red vibe, you're already putting it yeah. out. Kind oh, of. It's yeah. It's like a purplish red. Yeah. I guess that's purple. No, it's red. Oh, no, it is red. Okay. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you're like, you're, you're subconsciously, <laughs> uh-huh. you're like, you're, putting, oh, yeah, you're yeah. putting that vibe out. And um, uh, so, yeah, so give us a rate and a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your to your podcast. That would uh, really help us out. Uh, we need as many written reviews and ratings, five-star ratings as we can get. Yeah. Because it helps uh, and, the profile rise and yep. more people will find And this. guys, I got a lot of good candles. I will carve your name into them and I will send you some good mojo. Whatever you want. Maybe even put that in your review. I mean, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, just, yeah. Just or message us. Yeah. Hey, I wrote a review. I would love some energy for this. Like, yeah, yeah. That's more a, than happy to do it. It's doing it every day. It's a yeah. fair exchange. So we're yeah. looking for an exchange here. Uh, and so, yeah, so help us out with that. And I'm Rising on Instagram. On Twitter, please give me a follow. I'm also Mean Paranormal You on Instagram. Uh, check out my other podcast if you like uh, paranormal stuff. Uh, the uh, I'm getting ready to, well, I don't, actually, I'm not going to speak on what's happening. Uh, I just finished five years. By the time this comes out, I'll have had my five-year anniversary of that. So five years, over 400 episodes, wow. of paranormal interviews and such. Um, that's how we met. Yeah. Was uh, doing that. There's one that, that we did together. A little crazy too. Yeah. And <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So check that out. And where can people find you? Um, if you just go to AngelaLovell.com, you can link to all my social. Um, you can even send me an email. So, send me, you know, wink, wink. So that's great. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think where, what else did we need to plug um, if there was any projects or anything oh yeah um, happening mm. um, you know hopefully I'll have some things that we can talk about later but uh, that are in the that are in the oven cooking mm-hmm. but in the meantime I get oh Ryan Singer comedy yeah dot com has uh, all my stuff and my last album is free there you can download it for free if you like stand up comedy that deals uh, like one of my tracks on that album is called Crystals and Magic so it's I a good say, track yeah, that a, whole uh, album is so good so yeah well I appreciate that and it's I free I can't believe it's free it's yeah. called Free Love so it's free so download that shit for free yeah yeah and feel free to rate and review that one as well I mean that's fine hey great and, review uh, at all we're just gonna like I don't know kill a few seconds here because we're at 110 and a half ah <laughs> so we got to get to 111. Maybe we should play on Anita Franco's Dilate. I'll plug that in right here. Yeah. All right. Shazam.
life like now it's more like showbiz I wake up in the night and I don't know where the bathroom is and I don't know what town I'm in the sky I wonder and I wake up in the darkness and I don't have the will anymore to wonder and everyone has a skeleton a closet to keep it in song has a you, a you that the singer sings to, and you're at this time, baby you're at this time. And when I need to wipe my face, I use the back of my hand, and I like to take up space, just because I can, and I use my dress. To wipe up my drink You know I care less and less What people think And you are so lame You know You always disappoint me It's kind of like a running joke It's really not funny And I just want you to live up to The image of you I create I see you and I'm so unsatisfied I see you and I die alone I know 